Hello, what's up there, Kiss Army? This is Stephen Michael from the Growing Up Rock Podcast. When I'm not texting insults back and forth with Tom and Zeus, and I need a little something to pick me up, I turn on and turn up the Shout It Out Loud cast because I can't sleep at night without knowing how Paul Stanley came up with those clever lyrics to Love Gun. Now, crank it up. Army, Tom and Zeus, and Murph, with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Yes, we have the wonderful Murph with us today. Uh, this is episode 46, aptly titled, Happy Kiss Giving. How the fuck are you, boys? Hey, what's up there, boys there? Uh, Thanksgiving time. What's up there, Murph? I'm ready for another menage a trois. Oh, here we go. Wonderful. Wonderful. You know what? He's got like a following. <laughs> like, oh, is when's Murph on? When's I, you've got like a following. He's gonna like I said earlier before we hit record, he's gonna have to create like an alias parody account because he has the serious Murph Twitter account. We're gonna need to create a Murph shout it out loudcast account. He, he had like two followers. He didn't want any like social media interaction back then, and now he's like who are these fucking psychopaths that follow me now? I liked my five followers, and then all of a sudden I get this friend request or Twitter follower request from Sonny. I'm like, oh, oh okay. come on. <laughs> oh, poor Sonny. Down goes Sonny Pooney. As, as Chris Jericho would say, who the fuck is Sonny Pooney? <laughs> Just kidding, Sonny. Just kidding. Or I hate fucking Sonny Pooney. And, and, and the and, and the reason the reason we're kicking off with some Sonny Pooney commentary is uh, right. the, the, the the him the boy our buddies from Grown Up Rock Sonny and uh, Stephen Michael had a little bit of fun with uh, Zeus and myself by taking some of our quotes out of context and making it look like we were uh, sexually perverted people. Uh, if you haven't listened to the newest episode of Grown Up Rock, check that out because that they did a they did a pretty hilarious job with that. And it's not us that's sexually perverted. It's all our listeners. As, you know, Murph was just saying, he's got all these new followers. Now, like, you know, he's scared his family. Like, John, can I use your phone? All of a sudden, all these people are popping up on his timeline with I love big titties.com uh, guy. <laughs> and all sorts of deviants are now popping up. I'm only up to 15 followers, so let's not blow it out of proportion. <laughs> Okay, it's about fourteen more than you had last week. <laughs> oh. look, at him. look! Look! The steam's coming out. He's gonna oh. get back later on. I can see it. Um, so we had a we had a fun week, though, guys. We um we were last week we were on Potter Than Hell's uh, podcast. Murph, I don't know if you got a chance to hear that. Uh, we were talking five top five um, hair metal songs. 
Can you think of your top five off the top of your head, Murph? No. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Uh, he's, he's like the guy in Major League. They don't call the best color man of the game for nothing. We don't bring him on our show for nothing. Thanks, Murph. Um, anyways, we had a great time with those guys, huh? Yeah, good guys. Yeah. Steve Wright and uh, all those guys, BC, BB, they're just a lot, a lot of good BB, guys. DDB, ODB, <laughs> no, fucking I don't know who else. And uh, they did a great show. Uh, they've always do great shows. They're funny guys. Poor, poor Steve is now on our fucking text uh, chain. And he, he, he's, uh, he's added a lot of fun to that, too, as well. Yeah, good guys. Great, great show. Not, not just the episode we were on, but check those guys out. Potter than hell. Yeah, they have like a, a kiss related name, but they do all hard rock and heavy metal. F- a lot of great show to, to check out for sure. We were on a couple people's uh, brains there the last week and this week. Yeah, our, we made our first appearance. Uh, well, we weren't on it, but um, our new friends over at uh, Cobras and Fire, which is a hilarious podcast similar to Potter and Potter than hell talking all things rock and metal. Um, and, uh, they brought us up because, uh, <laughs> Baco, one of the co-hosts was hilarious. Cause he said, uh, yeah, you know, listen to the guys that shouted out loud cast. You know, he, he said some nice things about our show, which was cool. He's like, uh, but I got to order a, uh, a cease and desist against those guys because they reviewed the kiss cruise without actually going on it. And, uh, he, he was funny. He said, usually they do that. They review things without going on them or seeing them or hearing them. So uh, they were just having some fun with us. So uh, Cobras and Fire, definitely some funny guys for sure. Good show. Good show. I guess we can't do the Kiss Alive 2 review because we weren't at that concert then too, right? Exactly. Yep. Is that, is that going to be off the limits now? We can't We can't do any reviews anymore. <laughs> nope. Because we weren't there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like we'll be doing any business there, Brian. Exactly. Um, Murph, what are you doing over there? You're very awfully fidgety. I'm just giddy. Well, there you know, you well, yeah, you know why? Because people can't see the video here. Murph has a literal bottle of Chianti in front of him. He's like fucking the Hannibal Lecter of shouted out loud. <laughs> what right what now. is he drinking it out of again? He's drinking out a of a mason jar. God, it's a piss cup. <laughs> <laughs> Stonehill piss cup. Oh. He's got an Adam's college shirt on. <laughs> No, it isn't. Home of the Adams. <laughs> oh, uh, he's all serious now. You know, guys, um, if you wanted to just say ahead, hey, we're going to have you on the pod. We're going to make fun of you. Hey, I'm looking for a chance to bring up Revenge of the Nerds. If I see an opening, I'm going to go for it. Nothing to do with you. So, you know, Adams College, CBU College. Stonehill College dropped out of high school. All the same, man. Right? That's true. It applies to most of the listeners too, probably. <laughs> oh, that- <laughs> what, the- what the fuck is that? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> we enjoyed the run. Wow. Um, oh, we're just kidding, obviously. Yeah. So. Um, anything else going on personally these days, guys, anything fun stories, anything Murph, you kick it off. You got some, you got some action coming up next week or this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got, I've got three kids touring college and my, my middle or my older daughter went to uh, California and, uh, she is flying back tomorrow night after, uh, 
three months uninterrupted in California. So looking forward to having the, the family all back together next week and uh, throwing on some Psycho Circus. Oh, God. Why would you torture them like that? You're gonna um, play. You're gonna play. Raise your glasses over uh, as you cut the Thanksgiving turkey. They're gonna yeah. be like, "You gotta get off that podcast." I don't know what happened to Dad, but all of a sudden, what's with all this kiss shit? It's Uncle Tommy is rubbing off on him. You know, pretty not, much. Yeah, wearing wearing a, a a suit coat with the uh, shouted out loudcast T-shirt underneath for display. You know, absolutely, nice. absolutely. Nice. We had um. So I'll tell you something funny this week. Um, I had a somebody in my conference room. I'm going. I have a uh, waiting for an appointment to show up for a consultation. Um, phone rings. I never answer it by putting the phone to my hand, my uh, ear. I always just put it on speaker. I can see the person coming in. I'm giving him the like the finger. Like one second, I'll be right with you. And it's my doctor's office calling me. Like, hi, this is so and so from doctor so and so's office. Hi, we just want to talk to you about uh, your blood work. Yeah. Um. And all of a sudden, I hear and hepatitis, and I'm like, what, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, hold on a second. I'm, I'm getting all excited. And the guys, like, the lady's like looking at me. Like, I'm like, one second, one second. Hold on, hold on. I'm, like running to the back of my office. What are you saying? She's like, oh, you just came and did blood work, but um. We're seeing that you. We want you to take uh, your vaccine, vaccine or whatever yeah, is yeah. coming up soon for hepatitis. So we'll need you to take that again coming up. Like what the fuck, woman? The All people, uh, the people are work? back in the call. Yeah, they were back in the conference room. They're hearing hepatitis. They're like wiping down <laughs> using the Purell. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, what the fuck? What hepatitis? Because I just had given blood. Fucking asshole! I'm like, lady, you got to figure out a better way to say that to somebody. Oh yeah. So if you, if you if you're in hepatitis, yeah, if you're in the New England area, stay away from any blood donations if they have fucking Zeus <laughs> Zeus on them. Let me tell you, a time in Arlington, you remember that when the friendlies got a hepatitis outbreak? Like my sister in law, my nephews, all three of the boys had to get shots. What? Because somebody out of friendlies had hepatitis. All and I wanted was it all down. Remember, it was in East Allenton, and every all, everybody that had ice cream there for a week had to get shots. The place went all out of business. That friendlies had been there for like forty years. Yeah, and it went out of business because some guy didn't wipe his ass and had <laughs> hepatitis or whatever the fuck he got, and the whole place got shut down. So, Ugh. yeah, gross. This <laughs> your health news of the week. Yeah, well, that'll be a About bit twenty years ago. Yeah, so Murph's excited for his family for next week. I got my I got my uh, in laws from uh, New York invading my house starting next Wednesday for the rest of the week. New York, oh, yeah, uh, the sister in law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is pretty much the the next few days is pretty much the only peace and quiet I, I'll have here. Yeah, and then the, sh- on the pod. Do the do the pod during Thanksgiving dinner next week. <laughs> it's I not would, like I was not like cousin Eddie, is he? No, 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 no. No, God. hey, Tom. No, gonna come in a in a bathrobe that goes up to his up to his fucking ball sack. <laughs> the shitter's full. But I, I'm sitting there. I'm, Murph is still emptying out this bottle of Chianti like live on the fucking pod right now. Where my was, Sammy? <laughs> he was wearing a blue leisure suit. <laughs> he was a big bulging man. <laughs> a blue leisure suit. I think Ace had one in 1981. Oh. Hey, uh, where the fuck is my suit? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Oh, we're off to a bad start. So <laughs> let's detour this fucking clusterfuck into small talk. 
Small talk. How are you? Tell me some kiss news, Tom. Let's get out of this fucking mess. All right. So a couple of big things. If you're listening to us, you're, you're obviously a kiss fan. You're aware of what's going on. So the whole thing, the whole Australia debacle. So they did that fucking shark fucking thing. I can't even, it's just, it's just ridiculous. So everybody knows they did that, that show on the boat for the, for the sharks, you know, I guess fucking eight people bought tickets for it, you know, <laughs> fucking the sharks didn't even show up they weren't even interested in it according to the news reports <laughs> <laughs> they, told, uh, they told Vinnie Vincent to come play with them and then they fucking tossed them into the fucking water hoping the sharks would eat them what I the mean fuck? The, the one thing we saw because we, we posted some stuff on social media and even some of the articles online everybody said it was like the most spinal tap thing that Kiss has ever done I mean and if you haven't seen the photos or the videos Look, it's fucking embarrassing. They're on a boat. It looks like they're on the they're on the back of the fucking SS Minnow. They're fucking there's another boat behind them. They're all dressed in their makeup and they're playing they play like five or six songs, all all the classics. Like what the fuck, dude? You're making it so hard to be a KISS fan. It lately. looks like all the fucking refugees left over from the you know, from Syria when they were all invading and 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 and, and, and leaving and that invasion happened and they all had an exit out of Syria and they're all in the Mediterranean on these little rafts. That's what it looked like. That was getting traveling behind them. Yeah. Or it looked like all the people that forgot to get on the, the boat on the kiss cruise <laughs> and they needed a fucking lift home. So they got on the fucking shark touring boat thing. <laughs> and they ended up in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, guys, you guys, we're going to have to save on some gas. So here's a couple battles in the Atlantic. You're going to have to get your way back to Florida. Take this rope and tie it to the boat you're on, and we'll tow you as we're playing fucking I Love It Loud. For oh, the man. 150th time. God. I just, I, I just got to say, I mean, again, like, I feel like lately we are the yep. Kiss, Let's Shit on Kiss podcast. Yep. We're not. We're not. I mean, I guess we get to do a fucking appraising podcast afterwards. Well, maybe this is it later on, but turn the change the podcast name to shit it out loudcast. <laughs> no, but Zeus, you're right. No, but, I mean, I've just got to get this off my chest. Go, go I'm ahead. Just, go ahead. It's, it's fucking embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Who the fuck? Like, you know, I don't need you to be like, hey, we're Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. We are serious musicians. All right, I get it. But who else would do this stupid thing? Who else would go out there and be like, oh, we're going to play loud music to the Sharks and show we're rocking. It's the fucking stupidest thing. It's embarrassing to be a Kiss fan. This, coming off of, and we already just, we already went over it, coming off of that fucking Kiss cruise. Where they play the same fucking tired set. Paul's wearing a fucking onesie. He looks like a fucking the lost member of the Teletubbies. And fucking between a Teletubby and Abe Vigoda in that fucking outfit. It just. Where the fuck did my favorite band go? What the fuck is this? What do you Murph, think? Murph, what ahead. do you think uh, uh, Peter and Ace would have said to each other? I don't know. And it's funny, Zeus, because you're right. I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, these past couple of weeks, it feels like we're just 
But we say, we, we say this all the time. We call it the way we see it. And unfortunately, KISS are putting themselves in situations where fans like us, who obviously love the band, but we're realistic, we're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, are you like, are they are they are they so taking advantage of their fans that they think anything they do is going to be met with praise? If you have not seen the video or photos of this shock thing, it's fucking painful. It's not even funny. Everybody was like, this is spinal tap. Like, what are you doing? You're on the back of a small little boat. Like the, the, the sharks aren't there. And even if they were, they're fucking under the water, obviously. Like, what are we, what's going on? And a lot of this stuff, me and Tommy, we don't talk about because Tommy has a, this thing. When we start getting into subject matters, what do you say to me through text all the time? Save it. <laughs> save it. I'm like, did you just save it? Save it for the episode. Yep. So, I, I, you know, I'm hearing firsthand his reaction, my reaction. Yeah. I'm just, I'm embarrassed. So when I go home for Thanksgiving, I'll, me and my family, my brother will be there and all that shit. My family will have Thanksgiving. At one point, somebody will bring up the podcast or something like that. What do I do when my brother goes, kiss? Did you say that fucking stupid fucking shock thing? They're on a fucking... What is my response to that? Well, did you listen to Alive 2? That's a good album. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But do you get my point? Yeah. It's no, like, I know. You're a fucking... You, you, you're giving all these people, like, leverage, like... To yep. say you guys are ridiculous. What are you doing? This is the most stupid thing. And the other part to this, and maybe I didn't go because I was trying to be not as negative, but even the crews, just talking to more and more people, because we get feedback on our episodes and stuff. Just, are you fucking kidding me? It always started with, well, the crews is going to play deep cuts because those are for the real fans. Yeah. And they're paying big bucks to listen to it. And I feel like... I don't want to get too political because I Go know ahead. you're going to give me shit. No, 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 no. I mean, no, let's ahead. fucking kiss and become Trump. How far can I push shit to before I fucking I get called out on shit? Let me cross this line over here. Let me cross. How much do I have to play fucking really deep cut? You know what? I'll go from doing uh, Creatures of the Night um, era for the cruise. Well, themes. Now, no themes. Now, no fucking autographs. Now, just a quick picture. Now, just fucking this. Keep the price the same, drop everything. Now the you know the box set, you don't, I mean, the vault, you don't even get the vault that day. You I'll talk to you for a couple of minutes. Now uh, you know, on the Chris Cruise, we'll play two unique songs, which I might as well just hear them online and we can watch it online like we did. What the fuck, dude? And what you know, it's one of those things like when do we call this out? And it's like, enough, guys. This is bullshit. If I'm paying all that money to go on that fucking cruise, you better pull out fucking uh burning up with fever or something something out of the ordinary i don't want to be paying two three thousand dollars like you say tom to listen to love gun for the one millionth time it's bullshit i said that i said uh, they're in a position now where uh, look we always say so like how we always preface our comments we, we love the band but I, I you're right i think they're they're approaching that point where they're getting lazy and i think they're taking advantage of the fans and as long as these kiss cruises sell out they're like, you know, like we always, we always, we always reference that Paul P A W L Paul Stanley parody account. 
we always reference that be- because that guy. Uh, honestly, I'm wondering if the real Paul Stanley is running that account. You know what I mean? And that's his way of getting out his honesty. Live to win. <laughs> you, you're right because before when these Kiss crews started, every every year there was a theme. You know, they did Creatures of the Deep. They did a Dress to Kill thing. Now it's like, yeah, Kiss Cruise. We're gonna play uh fucking rock and roll all night, and then uh you can fucking you know come here us play cold gin. Yeah, then you can it out loud. And you can fucking Beth. Yeah, and then, oh, okay. And then step up onto the deck, and you can ask Tommy what he did for summer jobs when he was fifteen. <laughs> Go ahead, Murph. You get something. So, has it been determined if Paul actually had the flu, or was it more of the vocal cords? I think he was sick. He had the flu, and then I think it infected his like it's, it went into his throat and his vote and his voice. Okay, that's yeah, that's, that that's, part that's, I don't hold it against him. I no, 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 right. really had an issue. Well, no, because right. that's where Eddie would say, "Well, they're doing uh, you know lip sync anyway, so just do the show." Because that's how, and then we would say, "Fuck you, Stuart. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Right. But you know, it's just this is at a point that I'm I'm pissed off. They better come back. And do something different and, and, and lively sh- liven shit up a little bit for the rest of the fucking tour. Or do something different, something cool, something badass. But, you know, it, it's, we don't, remember, what was that, Kiss Confidential? Or, or what, what video was it? Or was it Second Coming? Yeah. When a critic tells us something, we don't do it. We only listen to you, the fan. When the fan says something, hmm, we listen. Now, okay. the fu- now, the funny thing about all this bitching and ranting and raving, we just bought our <laughs> tickets to, to, to do more shows. <laughs> and Murph's laughing, too. We literally yep. just bought tickets. Me, Zeus, Murph, and my son, we're going to the show in February in Manchester. And then me and Zeus are going to the show next September, Labor Day weekend. So we just, we just went on a rant. But they still get our fucking money every time and they we'll listen to fucking Love Gun, Colgent, yep. Shout yep. It Out Loud, yep. and everything else for the one millionth time. So to uh, just did do what we did at the uh, show in Boston, did you guys buy uh, three tickets in one row and then bought a single ticket for me to be with the stalker? <laughs> so, so your strutter friend can be there. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to go out to him. <laughs> if you're still, li- if you're listening to us, we'll see you there, buddy. Oh God! So yeah, so so let's get back to the news a little bit. So we wanted to th- we wanted to throw in uh, that kind of. Yeah, sorry for the detour. No, no, that's good. But so talking about the cruise and talking about Australia. So uh, Gene never misses an opportunity. So hey, we're in Australia to do this shark thing. The tour's been canceled, but let me see if I can sell some vaults. Let me do the vault experience while I'm there too. So apparently, yeah. Gene did the vault experience, and um, a couple of interesting tidbits came out of that. Apparently next now this has not been confirmed if they're doing two kiss cruises or if they're going to change the cruise because apparently they're supposed to be doing a cruise out of Spain next August because they're going to be in that area for a festival. So now go Chris. (laughs) Right. So now that so now they're like, okay, is the cruise now going to be out of Barcelona and Florida or are they going to do one or two? So if they do two cruises, holy fuck, dude. That that's a, that's a lot. Yeah, you um, listen to Colgin four times, and then I guess Gene took some questions and was talking to people during the Vault experience. And so a couple couple interesting comments, um, and this comes from uh, somebody that was that was there in Australia. They posted some notes on Facebook um, right. and said that people asked some questions about Ace and Peter, 
Um, apparently, Peter has been asked to be on the end of the road tour in some capacity, and Peter has said no. Now, this is from this person that was at this vault experience in Australia. There hasn't been anything official coming out, a press release. If that's true, that's interesting. Um, somebody asked him about Vinnie Vincent. Vinnie Vincent has never been contacted so far. However, he's probably not going to be on the tour. Again, more kind of third-party observation rumor stuff. Um, so I don't know. The, the, the thing about Peter, I find that kind of interesting and borderline shocking. Murph, what do you think? Yeah, that would be surprising. I figured that just with the whole history and for sentimental purposes, I mean, you could say that the whole reunion started with Peter bringing his daughter to that show yeah, for him to full, pass on it. Full circle. But let's face it, he's, what, 74? Maybe he just knows he can't can't bring it yeah. and just wants to just hold on to the good memories and what's been going on over the last couple of months. Maybe he just doesn't want to be a part of it. Yeah, but they could always bring him out and be like, hey, you can sing part of the chorus for rock and roll all night. Yeah. Here's a microphone. Just sit up there like a fucking statue. Or, or uh, sing Beth and just pass out roses. Maybe yeah. uh, even that, but I think like we said, or too, just grab a broom and help out the crew and sweep <laughs> up. But I think like we said too, when he, with that event that he did at, uh, bef- you know, before the kiss cruise that where he was like doing pictures and signings, we commented about how he looked, he looked happy. He looked at peace. So maybe he's like, Hey, you know what guys, I, I, I love you, but I'm, I'm good. Again, we're going off of this. This is Gene was at the vault thing. And this is what he said. I, I don't want to say I don't believe it, but I feel like if that was, Something that Gene said that that would have went viral and it has not. So I don't know. Again, yeah, we, we, I don't think it's first of all, even if he did say it and that did happen, I don't think it's final. I'm sure. Oh, no, right. I'm right, sure right. the first offer to him and Ace is shit. Right. You know, and when he gets closer, they'll be like, why am I going to say yes to you now for this amount? When right. it gets closer, there'll be more pressure for you to pay me more. Yeah, I'll think about it. Nah, for one show, uh, I'm, not, I'm not interested for $25,000. I want two hundred fifty thousand for you to do it. Yeah, because I know you're going to sell DVDs, movies, T-shirts to say that you were there and shit like that. You know, I, I want more. Yeah, no, you're right. You're, you're right. I mean, we'll we'll never know. Um, it's going to be interesting as this as this proceeds. You know, um, they come back. You know, they start touring. Uh, where do they go to Japan? I think next month. I think they're back at it or something like that. And then they come back to the states in uh, February for Manchester, and we'll be there for that. So, yeah. Sleepover that night? Sleep over that night? We got to oh, yeah. sleep over afterwards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul, Stan- pa- Paul Stanley's coming. Over. He's going to read bedtime stories to us. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, after all that ranting and raving about Kiss, we actually have a positive-themed episode tonight. Uh, before you get into that, we had a couple polls. Oh, yes. Yes. So, so the Monday poll that we did, we always have a poll that relates to the previous episode. Um, and last week's episode, we talked about the very best of Kiss, um, and we talked extensively about some of the, uh, you know, some of the songs that we felt that were kind of egregious being being left out. Um, so we we kind of threw in, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the ones that we thought you know probably should have been on there. Um, so we had, you know, Cold Gin, God of Thunder, Black Diamond, Heavens on Fire. On Twitter, Black Diamond ran away with it. 
Um, Which makes me think that we fucked up. We should have put that on the Facebook one, right? Well, the Facebook one, we did Cold Gin and God of Thunder, and that was a lot tighter. Yeah. Um, that was much closer. Um, Black Diamond ran away with it on uh, on Twitter. The Facebook polls always get more votes, too, because Facebook is just a broader a broader, a, you know, group of people. You know, we we share some of the polls with those toxic Facebook groups. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Tell it, them about some of the new ones that you just saw. Did you put show me some uh, new posts where people are like, "This is kiss. This is only kiss. Everything else is phony or fake." Oh yeah, yeah, the same old shit. You know, and people were torturing them. They creating memes about the shock thing. Somebody created a meme and had a picture on top of the Kiss Alive Two gatefold. And then below it, it had a picture of Kiss on the boat <laughs> performing for the Sharks. And it said, first there was this, then there was this. <laughs> so it's just it's just ridiculous. Murph, you're going to say something, buddy. Yeah, I have to give you guys credit. The Monday poll, yeah. I really like it. And I actually think if you guys could uh, maybe even do multiple polls throughout the week – there's nothing better than in the Monday morning when the Metamucil kicks in and you, you, know, you check out there and, oh, got got to do my vote. So kudos. Nice. And then we do the Thursday poll. We always do the Tom versus Zeus poll. We try to pick like a like a a good topic, you know, something to be interesting to get some kind of elicit some response. And this week we did what 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 is a better opener for Kiss? Yeah, the opener, good one, huh? the, the opener from Alive and the reunion tour, which was Deuce. Or the opener for a live two in the end of the road tour, which was Detroit Rock City. Um, Detroit Rock City seems to be cleaning up a little bit on this one, which I'm I love Detroit Rock City, but me, I think Deuce is a better opener. That's my opinion. Murph, what do you think? I just voted. Deuce. Okay, there you go. The two but, lovers picked the fucking same one. You guys are out of your mind. Zeus, I have Detroit voted Rock for you. City. I'm not saying I'm not it's saying Detroit that. Rock City, guys. You okay. know what it is? It's Coming what song you like you, better. First of all, no, and I, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. I go no. by that build up. I feel like that's better than boom. And like you can picture the fireworks going off as Kiss is coming down as Detroit Rock City is going off and the fireworks boss. Deuce usually is the last song before Tommy go. Uh, Tommy Paul goes. How you doing, people? People, yeah. right? That's, That's when he I, comes I, out and say. Usually they play Detroit Rock City, something else, and then maybe Deuce right after. Then well, you, then I'll, I'll say the reason why is that when we saw them in '96, first show, that was the song that kicked off the concert. That and makes that, more sense though because that, that's original Kiss. And, the, yeah. I know. But that opening, though, the, the with the with the with the curtain and like I, I think the the vibe that Deuce creates, both great songs. I mean, it's like yeah. arguing, you know. Um, but yeah, so those those are the polls this week. So good stuff. Yeah. Oh, real quick, we have to. I got to mention our our our. I already mentioned it. But I got to mention again our favorite Paul Stanley P A W L. If you didn't see the retweet that we did today, it is the most horrific picture of Paul Stanley. <laughs> So in hard. these in these pink and orange pants, <laughs> and he's wearing a purple button down shirt opened up all the way, and that says "Taking my new Paul Stanley Pumas out for a run." Hashtag Live to Win. I can't. Those pants cannot be real. That has to be like some sort of like fucking Photoshop. Those are not pants for men. <laughs> they're, just, they're just not. I don't know. I don't know. You might be right. I don't know, man. But. So that's our hero. Yeah, that's our that's our star child. 
Um, so, uh, oh, one final thing I, I wanted to add. Okay. So I, uh, I was, um, I feel where I was going, but I was going into my office. I saw on Facebook that my, uh, my, my priest, my father, father, Greg just checked into the pizza place down the street from me <laughs> doing like a family, like, um, like a business blessing, yeah. new business stuff. Father Greg plays rock music. You can talk to him about everything. He knows it. And he knows I'm a huge Kiss fan. So I stopped in to see him. I haven't seen him in a while. It's like, Father Greg, this and this and that. And I was like, by the way, I started a Kiss podcast. What is it? What is it? So Father Greg, if you're listening, it's not me. The devil took over. So any vulgar or offensive thing that comes out of my mouth, it's either the devil or these two assholes that have taught me how to say things like this. Is he a follower on Twitter? He shall be. Well, not only that, he's a future guest on the show. Father Greg. We are going to have Father Greg on here, and we're going to analyze all the demon songs with him. That's right. That's right. Yep. All the, yeah, he can talk about, well, you know, if he was really born on Mount Olympus, you know. Yeah. We can talk, you know, that song, Unholy, you know, that's really inappropriate. But let's talk about it. <laughs> inappropriate. Settle down, uh, John King. Um, All so right. let's go into our topic before we fuck the show ends before we well, even get started. Right. But well, guys, if you just give me a second, I know this is going to be about the upcoming holiday, but Paul is giving me a signal. I have to bring a turkey based it to him. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Wow, that's one way to clean your ass. <laughs> I just fought, I just told you Father Craig's got to get a shout out on this episode. What up? Then if you were going to do that you shouldn't have had Murph on. Oh my god. God. All right. So, All right. so Zeus, tell so everybody. We're not what doing we're... Mr. Feces conversation tonight, then, I guess. Tell everybody. No, God, no. Or her, or hurt us 
nickname. That's not going to get revealed tonight. Maybe that'll be everybody's Christmas present when we do a Christmas episode. <laughs> that'll be everybody's gift. We'll we'll finally reveal Herda's nickname. <laughs> Maybe that'll be it. That's it. And then we'll also have to get into uh, Mr. Feces at some point. Um, so let's get some our, positivity on the show. That's right. So we are doing our first, since it's our first year, uh, happy kiss giving where the five, the three of us are going to give five reasons what we're happy about for about kiss, right? Five things we're thankful for about the band. And this is going to be, I don't know about you guys. My list was like serious. Like we've already bashed kiss. So now let's get serious about what we're thankful for about them. Thankful for Paul's friggin' onesie pajama outfit. I'm thankful for Paul's floral pumas. <laughs> I'm thankful that nobody bought me a pair of kiss crocs. All right. See, now we're getting negative again. <laughs> All right. All right. I wasn't stranded on a kiss cruise and got Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> God almighty. We should this should have been we should have created this as part of the episode. Five serious and five funny things. <laughs> All right. So all right, so I'll st- I'll start off. So I have so like Zeus said, we're going to talk about our five things that we're th- about Kiss that we're thankful for, and this is me at least is kind of oh, yeah. ser- serious <laughs> things about the band. I I don't have mine ranked. I don't, I don't know if you guys did like a one through five ranking. I just have five things. Yep. So I'm going to start off. Um, so the first thing that I'm thankful for about the band is that they're still touring. Um. And the fact that I have been a fan of this band for pretty much my entire life, um, that I am 46 and a half years old and I can still see my favorite band tour and sound good and look good and bring my son and bring my friends. Um, I'm thankful for that. Zeus, pick it up. Um, yeah, I would, uh, I would say that's an awesome one. Um, the fact that how many people can say their favorite band growing up, they can still go see mm-hmm. and even not even growing up before their time. You know, they were going around before we even realized what rock and roll music was. Yep. They're still around. We can go see them. And we are Murph. I will start off with August of 1995, the unplugged show. The back then pre internet, it was a thing where, Tommy, you called me and said they are on the MTV sh- right now. Yep. And for a band that we followed, and, and I wasn't that big a follower of them, but I was aware of their stuff. And for them to show up on MTV, that got them back into the consciousness. And I, I watched the whole thing and was thankful for that show. Yeah, I, I think I think everybody, I mean, I'm thankful for that still, not only for what it was, but what it what it became, what it turned into, yep. what it, what it created. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would say the same thing, guys. Um, uh, I'm not thankful for that because, um, I wasn't fucking there. I think I was in Greece that summer. Um, and you guys went without me. So fuck you. Well, no, he, well, that's not the convention. We're not necess- It's not necessarily the, the unplugged convention. show, the MTV unplugged. Right. Right. We're talking no. about just, Generally, no, okay. You guys went and saw it live. That's what I'm thinking about. Right, so. right, right, right. Maybe I maybe I should be paying attention instead of texting you. Hey, fuckos. That's true. You could do that too. Okay. Thank you. 
So um, my first one is kind of similar to Tommy's, I guess I would say, is health. Not my health or my family's. I would say Kiss's health. Because although in the Kiss family we've lost two members, it's actually pretty good odds that the other ones are still kicking around and alive to be playing. Especially the two founders and leaders. We are very lucky that they're both not crackheads, degenerates, dead, um, alcoholics. They they do have calcium deposits building up inside of them. So (laughs) kidney stones. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, they're still kicking and able to perform, which goes to Tommy's. But I would say the fact that they're, you know, in decent health so that they not only can they, you know, they carry on interviews, talk coherently because i mean what the fuck is keith Richards saying these days but you know you can have interviews you can have more stories they can elaborate on stuff not that they ever give us anything interesting damn i did it again um but you know what i'm talking about tom and then in addition to that they can keep touring so i would say kisses health no thoughts yeah, I think no, I think that's uh it's it's great. It kind of piggybacks on what I said about the touring, but but specifically speaking, you're right. And I think there's a lot to be said. Now, granted, like you you the, the Rolling Stones, they're an aberration about the fact that they're still alive and kicking, but I think the fact that Paul and Gene that that they've been so health conscious, I think their fitness, especially the reunion tour back in, you know, ninety six, that that era when they were they were obsessed with being in shape and I mean they mm-hmm. look they look amazing. I mean, even without the costumes on, I mean, yeah, I know we kind of make fun of Paul, but the guy's almost 70. Gene is 70, I think. Um, Paul's in great shape. He's amazing shape. I mean, yeah, he's got the flu, but everybody gets the flu. I mean, other than that, he's healthy. To get on that contraption in the show to go oh, out yeah. to the stage at age 66, 67. <laughs> I take no, a header. No, it's true because I, I know. Can, have, can you imagine if it was another old guy and he just like slowly lost his grip and he fell back when some guy just fucking dropped in the middle of a concert? Oh you, my god! You think about it. How, how many stuff? How, how, how many 68, 69 year old people do you think could get on a contraption, fly? You know what? Fifty feet, twenty five, whatever it is, and 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 hold on to it, land continue to perform then do it again back to the main stage i mean like that kind of shit's amazing yeah you know i'm with right. you on it so so we're, back, so we're back to me back to tom back oh. to the stone age always, whenever we always do the back i hate that shit <laughs> you always say that phrase i know i like it oh, brutal <laughs> so i am going to say the num- the second thing on my list of things to be thankful for is that i am thankful that Kiss took the makeup off when they did. Oh! Because, because it extended and saved their career, and they knew it. Um, th- there's, all, there's all kinds of rumors out there that they wanted to take the makeup off a few years before the time that they actually did. I'm glad they did it. It was perfect timing for them. Um, unfortunately, a lot, of ba- a lot of people thought the Kiss ship had sailed, that they were a gimmick makeup band. Um, we as fans know that that eighties non makeup stuff is absolutely amazing and awesome. Um, so I'm thankful that they had the wherewithal 
to decide, hey, you know what? We got to make some changes. Let's take it off. Murph, what do you think? What what do you know? What do you think? What do you think about that? Let's kind of comment about our stuff before we take turns. So. I think you guys are bigger fans as a result of I wasn't paying attention to them. Yep. Uh, the makeup, I, I think, at, you know, obviously listening to Jericho, that brought in a new wave of fans in their, their music in the 80s. Yep. So, But for someone like myself who only knew about them in the late 70s, I didn't pay attention until we got to college. So yep. I think they probably opened up to an audience that wasn't there just a few years before. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, MTV took off the hair metal, the, you know, the sunset strip glam stuff started to take off. And I think they fit in perfectly. I'm with you on it. It's a, it's a whole different, you know, it's a great topic and something that deserves an episode in and of itself. Yeah. But yeah, why not? I'm glad you're thankful for what they did that. So. All right. Um, Who's next? Murph? No. Sure. Let's try to keep the same fucking order. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, Zeus, you go. <laughs> go ahead. And you guys make fun of me keeping track of shit. Let's go in the same order. Same thing with comments, too. Well, well let's this is re- me doing a let's go in this order. Well, real quick, real quick, let's not forget the last time the three of us together, nobody could keep score. So now That's nobody what knows. I'm saying. Who- You're fucking me up with that. Who's turn? Who's going? Just say Tom Zeus Murph. Tom Zeus Murph. Okay. Comments and fucking turn. Go. So right. number two for me, a deuce. Um, I was I put that. Um, you know what I'm thankful for, and this is kind of a. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this before, Tom. I'm thankful that how Gene is can articulate his vision and thoughts better than most musicians out there. Now, sometimes he's just full of shit and he's, you know, ridiculous. But I love it when he talks. I, I can listen to him talk for hours about the stupidest shit. Um, I know sometimes he's full of it, but I'm thankful how articulate he is. Yeah, you get a lot more. We've said it before. You get a lot more honesty. You get a lot more kind of candid comments, some, a little bit of humor. Um, when he needs to be serious, he can be. When he needs to give you something, he can. It's the complete polar opposite with Paul. We've said that a million times. <laughs> You know, but it's, but but no, 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 it's, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, I mean, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying, comparatively speaking, you would rather, you would rather listen to an interview with Gene Simmons. You would, because you're going to get, you're going to get something out of him. You know, you are. I don't care how many times he tells the story, but when he talks about, look, my family came from this. My mom didn't know what bread was. We had to wait in line. This country, I can listen to him tell that story over, and he does, but listen to him tell that story over and over and over again. And he can tell it with some some passion in his voice, some authenticity in his voice, which is the total opposite of his partner when he talks sometimes. There's once in a while Paul will say something that you're like, wow, that was pretty, but it's very rare. You know, the, 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 you know, the honest part is Paul is when he gives those, you know, snide remarks here and there where he cuts somebody down a little bit. But uh, but Gene, when he does that and he talks about certain bands or or when he talks about rock and roll and where the industry is and things like that, he knows his shit. He knows his shit. And uh, I, I find it interesting. I'd rather listen to him talk about shit than listen to fucking 
Johnny Fatballs talk about, you know, my glory days touring and fucking uh, my my kid's teacher in the back of a fucking van. Uh, Vince Neil stories, you know. Nice. Right? Yeah, it's true. Murph, Murph. What, do you th- what do you think of your buddy, the Gene? Well, actually, Zeus, that was my next item. So I'm going to jump into it because you okay. hit on nice. Gene's marketing skills. Okay. Um, to the points you made with Paul, you just tune him out. Gene, he can say things that are polarizing, make you roll your eyes, but you get a reaction out of it from his soda. You know, with it, with you, you guys talking about being health conscious. What does but- he do, Tom? What does he do? He hawks. Oh, he's hawking his soda. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, whenever he is making a public appearance outside of when he talks about where he came from, it's over the top. I always remember I was never a fan of the show, but he was on one of the Thanks. early seasons of uh, American oh, Idol. Oh. And oh, yeah. he was throwing the, the glasses on and everything was over the top, but he stood out. He made an impression and he has made a point of keeping the band out there where to your points at times, it seems like Paul is indifferent and wants to talk more about soul station. Yeah. Well, like or, Zeus said, or is like, painting well, yeah. like Zeus, like Zeus said, and I'll give him credit for, for saying this. He always says, you know, Gene is the brand. Paul is the band. And I think the, that, that the two of them are the reason why they're still touring. Yep. And the, the other thing is, since he's like married now, he, we don't hear the horror stories of him going to fucking radio sh- stations and I'm going to fuck your girlfriend tonight. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. those, those horror stories where he's a complete dick to somebody out there and like acting like he's going to like, you know, pin some chick against the wall and sexually harass her. Yep. You know, he's gotten a lot better about that stuff and I'm happy about it. So that's a good one, Murph. Tomas, back to you, number three. Number three, this may be a little surprising here, but it is what it is. I am thankful that Vinnie Vincent was part of the (laughs) Kiss family. And I say that coming from a songwriting perspective, because we 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 all God knows we have said a lot about Vinnie Vincent. Um his you know, his solo career, his his appearance, his all of his silliness. What do you mean his appearance? The way he looks. <laughs> I think you guys lost 10, 12, 14. You've lost a bunch of followers in the last 30 seconds. But the I reason we, I'm saying, I think we gained some. The reason I'm saying that is you look at shit on him so much. You look, you look at songs like All Hell's Breaking Loose, Unholy, um, I Still Love You Off Creatures of the Night, I Love It Loud, Lick It Up. Not to I mention, wanna... not to, right. Not to, not to mention he was on the Lick It Up album, but his, his ability to write songs and almost. And almost all of them are classics. They might be deep cuts and not like fan favorites, but his ability to write songs that last. I mean, he, he, he's one of the reasons why my two favorite non-makeup albums have his footprint, Revenge and Lick It Up. And and I thank him for that. And when I say, and I'm I'm thanking him again for his ability to write music and write songs, not the chaos that you know that that he can carry with him but we've talked about it before how brilliantly talented he is musically and and i i thank him for what he brought to the band tom that's an excellent one i wish i thought of it that one is awesome you're right i'm f- super thankful that he's part of kiss and he had his his moment i wish that continued that's another episode how long and what would it be like if he did continue 
But Vinny Vincent being part of Kiss and having his stint, could you imagine if they went from Ace to like Mark St. John, then Bruce, and we yep. never had that Vinny? I think Kiss wouldn't be as big because you wouldn't have that, you know, that Creatures of the Night stuff. You wouldn't have, obviously, Lick It Up stuff. And Revenge wouldn't be the same. That is a huge difference, yep. right? Having him fit in that lineup, be- that buffer between Ace and Bruce. Yep, absolutely. Perf. Perf. What do you think? What do you think? Mount Rushmore of songwriters: Dylan, Garfunkel, <laughs> Vinnie Vincent, Paul Simon, <laughs> Vincent Cusano. You heard it. You heard it first. Simon and Garfunkel, Dylan. Vincent Cusano. Yeah. Well, don't. Well, yeah. Well, we don't want to piss off our Beatles fans too, because I know they like Lennon and McCartney too. So, but no, I mean, from a Kiss perspective, uh, go ahead, Murph. No, no. I, I, I just getting back to what we talked about before. The '80s was a quiet time. I wasn't following the band, yeah. so I, yeah. I've heard you guys talk a lot. Um, I, I know you make fun and, and critique some of his uh, actions with his uh, fans, but. It seems like he was that bridge between the the seventies and and when they had their rebirth, if you will. Yeah, no, huge part, huge part. Murph, if you're gonna make fun of me and my appearance, you're not gonna be on the next record. Hey, you look like Danny Larusse's mom from The Karate Kid. <laughs> nice car, Miss Larusso. Oh, man, that's a great one. Who's up, number, Zeus? Yeah, number three for me. Number three for me is kind of something we started with talking about earlier, Tom, and you were bringing it up in the news. My number three is I'm thankful that there is still hope for a reunion. Hope. Not that there is one definite or anything. There is hope. They're not like, I don't know, like some bands are like, I'm going to fucking murder you. Or, well, maybe they were a little while ago with Ace and his girlfriend, but (laughs) there's still hope there. Um I don't know if it's going to happen. I have hope. I believe they will in some capacity get the four of them together. Uh, I'm thankful that that's not gone. And I'm more or less thankful, I'm saying, for the hope in that the sense that the other two, because we were talking about health as my number one, the other two are still alive. Fucking, well, I'm fucking shit-faced. And uh, <laughs> this is New York. They're yeah. still alive. And in some capacity... They can get on stage with Kiss and, and and have some magic and you know give us that you know a little uh, Catman in my pants for the last time you know. <laughs> no, you're you're right. It's a good point. The fact that they are the fact that those two founding members are still alive and still out and about, you know, performing a little bit. But it, it, you're right. It gives you that that you that that hope. It gives you what you want as a fan, you know, and, and as a fan to to wish that that can happen and that that's and that's a good feeling you know because a lot of these bands are either not even around or half the band members are dead or incapacitated and the fact that it can happen that's a that's a cool thing as a fan to be like shit i hope it happens yeah like i love the temptations well guess what the two singers are dead right long dead then the third the next two singers best ones for all their hits they're dead the only one is alive is the one guy that was like kind of like the manager but he didn't sing any of the songs. He's the only one alive. It's like fucking, I don't know, Tommy and Faye is the only Kiss member alive. Right, right. That's what we have. Yeah. So we have a lot to be thankful for. So there's yep. still hope there. Murph, any thoughts? 
no, I, I think you guys hit it and uh, 45 years and to have everyone that was critical to the, the, the biggest success of the band to be still around and still performing. And that's why we keep signing up and going to that fucking show in April and or February. <laughs> Throwing our money away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Or if you're up number three for you. Yeah, as Zeus, I know you you have a a strong reaction to this, but okay. I am going to say I am thankful for Kiss My Ass 1994. Yes. Why was this on something else? Didn't we do some kind of another episode? Yes, yes, we were. This was we, up where I participated, but um, 91, 92, 93, we were playing Kiss. You and Tommy, you got me into the band, and you were playing a lot of the old stuff, and obviously Kiss Live Three. But when Kiss My Ass came out, we could actually play the album because it had current bands that were known at parties that we didn't have to hide the three of us saying, oh, listen to this. We could just put it on the speakers and play. And Lenny Kravitz and Toe the Wet Sprocket and Extreme, but they did a good version and just throwing that in there and playing it to the masses. So that's what I'm thinking. No, what I was saying is I think we did an episode of something. Maybe it's was it our overrated, underrated Tommy? And you said and I said it was why that's what I'm talking about. And I said it was underrated. Yeah, and it came up there. But you were saying you could play shit and things like that. Did you uh really get the party jumping when uh Yoshiki played Black Diamond Murph? That album's terrible. Toad well, the Wet Sprocket doing the uh, acoustic version of You Want to Rock and Roll All Night. I'll say this. I have the first edition red vinyl of Kiss My Ass. And I'm telling you right now, I think it's tremendously underrated. I, I, I love the fact that some of the songs have a unique spin on them. Most notably, the Toad the Wet Sprocket slow down version of Rock and Roll All Night. Some people think it's blasphemy. I think it's interesting. No, I think there's a lot. No, I'm with you on that, Tom. If you're okay. going to do a, a cover of a great song, put a spin on it. Yep. You're not going to do it better than that band so put but, a spin on it yeah and and i think Speed with that it up, band louder that was, raspier that was, something and then toad was probably my favorite college band yeah or, or college target what when we were out fuck there is wrong with you i love but, toad dude the good band for the oh, time the good but, band. But, hey toad <laughs> but the thing is if you think about it that the other artists on that album were more in line yeah they were playing based off an inspiration of of kiss but then you had this very traditional college alt rock band that was on it because clearly they had some influence and then garth brooks i mean as country as can be zeus did you see the ken burns documentary talking about garth like where did he get that influence yeah yeah i have all eight episodes on my dvr buddy so when you, you when you w- listen to that album, you realize okay they had a wider influence than most people appreciated. We've had this conversation, and Murph will probably have to have you on when we go over this album. But I just felt like there was a wasted opportunity. There was no Alice in Chains, who's the biggest Kiss yep. fan. Nirvana, big Kiss fan. There are a lot of others. Now, mind you, Kurt could have been dead by then. Yeah, like there are other big name artists they could have gotten. You know, there's a there's a couple stories about that album where Kiss Kiss tried to get Soundgarden. They had they were thinking of getting Nirvana. By the time the album came out, Kurt Cobain had killed himself, so he was obviously out of the picture. They had tried 
they had tried to put an effort towards really getting like pearl, like the real top tier grunge bands. It it didn't it didn't work, so they had to per, pretty much settle for. I think they wanted Stone Temple Pilots as well. Oh, STP doing it right, but they so they settled for the alternative popular '90s bands. They couldn't, they just couldn't get those. Grunge Skull Island was a big Kiss fan. Absolutely is. Yeah, Murph, go ahead. You got but something that to- same year though the Zeppelin tribute because uh, Stone yep. Temple did Dancing Days, so they, maybe there was correct. a scheduling correct. conflict. Yep. Yep. Right. Uh, all right, that's a good one, Murph. I'm a big fan of that album. I always have been. Almost as good as the country album tribute to the Eagles. Oh, God. All came out the same time. The, the 90s were a huge tribute era. Everybody was doing compilations and tributes. That Eagles one blows the other two away, but go ahead. Okay, so uh, hey, what are hold we... Hold on, one, one oh, second. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Seuss, mm-hmm. Kiss or Eagles? Who do you like more? Oh, God. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Okay, all right. Just want to ask... Okay. okay, not even close, but I, I mean, that, that just says how much I love Kiss, but like the Eagles is a different thing. Kiss is because that's, that's your team. It's like you growing up in mass and all of a sudden you move over, you move to Wisconsin, you become a huge Packers fan, right? For the last 20 years, you're still a Pats fan first. Right? Right. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's where I'm going. Like right. I got into the Eagles after high school. In high school time, but kiss you can't. Uh, which band do you like more, Eagles or Sexual Chocolate? <laughs> um, I would have to say Randy Watson and Sexual Chocolate because uh, he was in the uh, "What's Going Down" episode of That's My Mama. That's right. All right, so uh, we're swinging back around to me, number four. Yeah. All right, yeah, Dexter St. Chalk, Dexter, swinging around to you. So number four. So for me. I am a I'm a collector. I'm a knickknack guy. I'm a I'm a You're I'm a, a dancer, a romancer. <laughs> uh, pretty much. I'm 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 a memorabilia guy. So you said member. Maybe not right now, but I am thank I, I am thankful that Kiss is a merchandise heavy band. Now, Ooh. don't get now don't get me wrong. I know that some of the stuff they put out is Did you pick up some posters last week in the you know the toxic Facebook? I'll I will say that I will say that some of this stuff is obviously ridiculous. But like I said, I'm a collector. I like some of the stuff that's cool. It it kind of give it, it kind of makes you feel part of the band. You can have like a, a a shelf or a bar or a kiss room or something. Not a lot of bands have that. I love the fact that my band has that and i can go on ebay and i can buy crazy shit from the 70s or i can buy something that came out now or i can buy you know whatever i, I like that it makes me feel kind of like the bit like it's my band and uh i i like that they're now again I'm, i'll be the first to shit on them for putting out ridiculous items but I, I like that so let me let me explain something though you have a son yep who you got into kiss so someday you might be able to pass that down. He may appreciate and say, this is my thing with my dad. And he might be able to pass it down to his kids. <laughs> what I think, I forget who I, who gave put this image in my head. I was on a podcast. I picture myself where my daughter doesn't give a fuck about Kiss and me croaking. And let's say I was a collector and had like a room full of Kiss shit. I picture my parents and my brother coming in with shovels. And fucking just oh, shoveling Jesus everything Christ. into the dumpster and throwing everything away 
like a lot of Kiss Collectors family probably do. They live alone. They have all this shit. And then someone just comes in a dumpster and just. No, no, no. But shit. but Father Greg wants, wants to come in first and grab a few things for himself. <laughs> yeah. Father Greg. <laughs> but you get my point. Like, I totally picture that. That's why yep. I never got into collecting. Like, this is awesome. This is awesome. When I die, who the fuck is going to touch this shit? They're all going to throw it in the garbage. Well, I don't I know don't what's like worse. Zeus imagining his death. I mean, what the fuck <laughs> happened to the show here? Whatever takes a fucking, a fucking snow shovel just shovels all the kids shit. Look at this stupid shit. They and then they can, and then they, and then they can bury you. Then they can bury you in the greatest kiss item of all, the casket. <laughs> How much he paid for this casket? Oh, he's crazy. <laughs> fucking find a Vin- Vinnie Vincent winter blanket. They'd be like, what the fuck is this guy into? The, Vin- the Vinnie Vincent casket. It's shaped like his V guitar. Uh, I don't think he can fit in that. That's all right. We'll just cut him in half. Uh, Murph, thoughts about uh, merchandise? I mean, I think it goes back to what we were talking about with item number two, jeans marketing. It's just... You you laugh about it. I mean, there there are things the the impersonators on Stern, the comedian that did the oh, Gene Simmons, great guess. Yeah, you know it, but <laughs> he has marketed the band. And as I'm looking at Tommy wearing his Kiss shirt, and people keep buying. And That's if right, you go baby. to KissOnline.com, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't forget. All <laughs> right. So my number four. So this one is a sentimental kind of pick for me. My number four, the most thing I'm most thankful for, and I was trying to avoid, you guys talked about it earlier. Oh, I'm thankful for a fucking kiss alive. Uh, I'm thankful for rock and roll all night because that's my fucking motto. You know, yep. I didn't want to go. I didn't think this is too far down that rabbit hole, but I am thankful for kiss extreme close up. Because oh, when great that Very DVD great one. came out. Me and Tom were KISS fans. Remember, we have the fucking um, dream song coming on when me and you see eyes and hear a yeah. KISS song across the room at Stonehill. Yep. And we got that connection there. But it was really KISS Extreme that got me and you into focus. On that. Now, if that didn't come out, we would still be friends. We would still be KISS fans. But I don't think it would focus us down to dis- have those discussions and that banter back and forth where you know like all of a sudden you're challenging me about something about kiss i'm challenging you we're having discussions and hence fucking 85 years later <laughs> we're having a podcast about kiss none of that would have happened without kiss extreme close-up coming out when it did where i was where you were and where murph was and the three of us are here now talking about it that's perfect. That's a I great love you. one. I love you guys. Oh, <laughs> that, that's a great one. You're right. Cause that was like the catalyst that really turned everybody like personally for us. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. No, oh, it's perfect. It, it, yeah. it, that, that, that's a great one. But I, you I see mean, where I'm like, I didn't want to do no, 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 no fucking rock and roll. Over, you know, no, but, you, but you're, but you're picking that not just because you like it, but because yeah. of what it meant. You know, yeah, it is a, it, I could say when it came out, right. That it came out at that time. Yep. Murph. And it's funny because you you look back and there are lines from movies that you quote, um, you know, you, we're going to need a bigger boat. And among ourselves, if someone says lawyers, policemen, yep, or Gene's line of she had an opening, I had a stiff proposition. Like 
that we watched it so much, it just got ingrained into us by the time we graduated. You know the exact moment Gene burps in the middle of the video. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's, a bomb came in. I think Zeus and I have actually held off on doing an episode on that because it's like it's like such a special thing to us exactly. that we almost don't even want to do it. You know exactly. And that's just a gr- the, the greatest quote of all, too. Your best friend thinks you're a jerk because you like Kiss. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your best friend thinks you're a jerk because the band you like wears pajamas on a boat. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> on a shock boat. <laughs> Good one, right. buddy. Good one. Murph, you're up, buddy. All right. It's uh, pretty basic, but I think it's something that we all have to acknowledge. The quality of the live performance. Um, okay. If they sucked, we wouldn't be going, f- in my case, in February, which is going to be, I think, my seventh time. Yeah. Uh, my favorite band of all time is U2. I think I've only seen them four times. Just So going to see Kiss for a seventh time and for you guys close to 20, if not 20, um, when the lights go down and the sound goes up, they're delivering. Yeah, that's, that's a great one. You're right. The, the show is that good and – you know, for all the crap we give them and everything, and we give them plenty. Th- this end of the road tour, um, it's just, it's just, it's spectacular. It really is, and and I'm anxious to see. You know, they kick off that United States leg in Manchester, so that's going to be exciting for us to see if changes are made to the set list, to the stage. Like that's their first return to the United States for that for that kickoff. So that's going to be exciting for us. Do you guys want to take a bet right now? What the uh, kickoff song? You think they're going to do Deuce, Detroit Rock City? Get it? They're not, on they're the, not changing, uh, record right now. They're, they're not changing the set list. Okay, all right. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I will say this: for all the shit that Kiss gets, are these fucking? Oh, they're cheap. They're all about the money. They're all about this. They are not cheap when it comes to their live performances. Nope. They do not skimp out. That fucking set probably cost them a fortune. Yep. The fireworks. Like, think about how many, like, did they, like, at some point somebody goes, do we really need this to go off seven times at the end, uh, end of the first song? How about letting it go off twice? Nope, nope. I want it to go off this many times. How about the fire that makes your fucking nostrils bleed all the way up in the balcony? The fire's so hot. Like, all that shit is over the top. I remember at this year's concerts, we were like, holy fuck, it just seemed like they were going off left and right. They don't need to do that. Hey, just got me thinking when when Gene does his blood, did he do it in Australia? Do you think he used that to do a chum line for the sharks? <laughs> Maybe that's why they're chumming this shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's a good one. <laughs> right. That's it. Put fucking Gene Simmons face on fucking uh, Roy Schneider. Start chumming this shit. <laughs> Marketing <laughs> idea. Don't give him Gene any Simmons ideas. Chum. Oh, God. Go ahead. Number five. Last one, Tomas. All right. So I saved this one for the very end. Right. Because after all the bashing that we have been doing, including today and including the Kiss Cruise episode and in general. Okay. The number one thing I am thankful for about this band is Paul Stanley. Oh, and I am going to and I'm going to tell you why. He is the reason this band is still here because in the eighties, when they were a rudderless ship 
when you had different guitarists coming and going, when you had Gene Simmons not giving two shits about the band, focused on Hollywood and Cher and all of his Hollywood girls, Paul Stanley was not going to let this band go down in flames. He fought and fought to keep it together. And look at where they are right now in 2019, 2020. They're touring. They sound great. They look great. And without Paul, this band would have been gone 20, 30 years ago. Without Paul, this band would never go on the map. I love Gene's songs. I think they're very underrated. I've Me said too. that to you before. Me too. But Gene Simmons, if he had a band and there was no Paul, I would like them. I may not have discovered them. They may not have gotten big. It's Paul's hooks yep. and that chorus that he does. He has those catchy songs that drag you in. And then all of a sudden you hear the Gene song. You're like, that song's fucking great too. Oh, and he's the demon. I get it. Like, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have it. Paul, I think, would be more successful, would be have a more of a chance to be successful without Gene than the other way around. Absolutely. Paul's drive, Paul, for everything we say, he's stubborn. He's 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 not he's going to let this end on his own terms. He is not gonna have somebody Paul didn't need makeup to be successful or rock yeah. artist. Absolutely. He didn't need it. Absolutely. Yeah. Murph. No, no. And and I know this could be blasphemous to some but it seems in some ways he is kind of like robert plant he is going to do what he wants to do jimmy page just wanted to do the band and gene wanted to do the band paul's going to do what he wants to do he focused on the band for all those years now he's doing soul station might might be of interest to others it probably turns off most but when he is committed to something he is committed all the way in and I agree that he was the one that kept it going in the 80s. And if he wants to do something a little different now, I think he's earned it. You know, it's funny you say that. That's a great analogy, Murph. It is because Jimmy Page is the one that's like, yeah, let's get Zeppelin back. Let's get back. And 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 Robert Plant's the one that's like, nah, I don't think so. No, I'm good. I'm going to do I the honey drips. Yeah. yeah, I don't need it. I've got a couple solo. I'm, I'm good. Don't need it. And. And for everything, yeah, Jimmy's the music, Jimmy's the lyrics with Robert and stuff, but it's still Robert Plant controls the band, and Paul controls the band. So Gene can hawk fucking sodas, Hello Kitty dolls till he goes home, nothing matters. Paul will say, yeah, let's do another tour. I think Gene would be like, okay, okay. Gene would tour for fucking until he drops dead. Paul, it's up to Paul how far the band will go. I think. Well, I was just going to say real quick, very, very, very quick before we continue. And you kind of take you, forever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't no, have to be quick. Go ahead. And you and you kind of you kind of answered that for me, Zeus. I was going to say, who do you think said we need to plan our end of the road tour? You think that was Paul? Absolutely, because I don't think Gene would ever tell Paul your voice sucks to his face. You can't okay. do it any longer. I think he may have hinted at it, and he was hoping Paul would come around. Yeah. Look, in the end, in my opinion, as I've said this before, I still think the first one to leave will be Paul. Gene will keep the band going longer. And then, you know, you got a Todd Kearns in there. Yep. I'd go see Todd Kearns with Gene Simmons, uh, Tommy, and Eric. I would. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. So, I mean, it's not same kiss, but I'd see that. Okay. So, all right, Zeus, what do you got for number one? All right. So, my number one is a little bit cheesy, 
Um, That's okay. I am thankful to the podcast Kiss family community out there. So I know we were talking about earlier, you know, we were on Potter Than Hell, joking with, you know, um, Cobras and Fire and Grown Up Rock and other podcasts up there. At this point last year, we were just followers of these podcasts, listeners of these podcasts. Now we've been welcomed as, you know, one of them. Uh, they couldn't have been nicer. They couldn't have been kinder, helpful, awesome. They've become friends. Uh, they've uh, come on our show. We've gone on their shows. And it's, you know, opened up a lot of, you know, opportunities, you know, for both of us um, to kind of grow a little bit, get out of our comfort zone, meet people we didn't wouldn't normally meet. Fuck, I don't I didn't know anybody really outside of New England. And all of a sudden now we got people all over this country that we're friends with and anxious to see and meet and see in person. But I, I want to say special thanks to probably, you know, they're all been super helpful, but probably the number one guy that's helped us out, Sonny. Um yep. No need to step out of his way or anything to help us out along the way, but he did. And then he introduced us to his partner, who is, as much as I joke around with him and shit, super nice guy. Very helpful. He didn't even know us from, Sonny didn't even know us. And he introduced us to Steve, and Steve's sitting on there, we're Skyping me and him for hours, teaching me some of the equipment how to use. Didn't need to do that. He did. Um, you know, we to do we get introduced to the Potter Than Hell guys. Um, you know, we meet some of the guys uh, online through, um, you know, the hook the hook rocks. Um, Jody from PRC, um, help me out. Throw out some more, Tommy. I mean, oh, one, if, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You were just gonna. I was gonna say the biggest and best of all. Uh, you know, uh, somebody that I'm a fan of since I was little. Uh, even though we're about the same age, <laughs> Chris Jericho, who comes yep. on our show, who couldn't have been a nicer human being down to earth, gave us his time when, you know, when you talk to somebody and you, you meet somebody that's famous. I've met uh, so many NHL players through my Bruins stuff. You meet people. There, there's people that are nicer than other hockey players are always nice, but you have other people that are just going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? Thanks. Hi. Next person. How you doing? Jericho was down earth asking us questions, wanted to get in. That's why he's a star guys. It's not just because he's all wrestler because he's got the personality and the drive. He knows how to connect with people and it showed I mean, me and you every single time we interacted with him, we we're like, can you fucking believe how cool he is? It was amazing. Anybody else you want to throw shout outs to, Tom? Yeah, I wanted uh, another another friend that we made just through the podcast messaging. And thanks to this gentleman, we have a new logo and we have products that people can buy with us. And that's our buddy Ed Spangenberg from uh, Click Tea Shop. I mean, he started out as just like, hey, we know you sell cool stuff. Would you mind coming on our show? We want to talk to you. Like, what can you... Now he's like, we text him and he talks to us about products and we talk to him about products and logos and ideas. And, you know, to think that like Zeus said a year ago at this time, it was like a 
fledgling idea to even think of this. And now, you know, these, you know, I guess you, you'd call you, you call them, you call them, you know, friendships. I mean, it is what it is. You know, I mean, I know you listen to the shout out loudcast guys who are usually smart asses and punks and wise asses, but you know, the fact that we're here right now and, and I mean, it's not very often that, 46 year old guys can make friends with other kiss fans yeah you know, you know all that is we're older guys middle-aged guys you don't just hey why, why don't you meet somebody at your uh at your luncheon at work like hey how are you uh, like that's not what we do <laughs> right we grew up as like i you know and now this is gonna sound kind of a little awkward we grew up as like jocks in boston area this is not how we grew up Yep, you you called yourself uh, somebody that you didn't know, like a dork or a loser or something worse. If you didn't know him, who's this fucking dork? You know, it, that's how it is. Ed, perfect example, super sweetheart. Oh, guy's awesome. Couldn't be nicer. Love talking to him. He's funny as hell. We've had people. Author Nicholas Buckling came on to our show. Didn't need to. He yep. came on. Did a yep. great job. Um, there's, um, a couple other guys I know I'm forgetting and I'm going to kick myself if I don't mention them. So I'm going to babble well, a little bit until you can think of them for me. Well, help what me I, out. well, what I will um, say is I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to give any names away, but you know, we're in the process right now of talking to some other people that after the, you know, after the new year, um, we could have some more special guests on and, and that's all part of yeah, this we, part of the growth of the show. Chris, Chris from Decibel Geek came oh, on. Ab- this absolutely. Show. Chris Sinzak came on here and smoked us and gave us a wedgie <laughs> on Kiss Jeopardy. Threw us, threw us in a lock and took our lunch money. Oh, that was awesome. But, you know, he came on from Decibel Geek. I'm sure he, and he was working on Rock and Pod at the time. That's right. He took time out of his day to come out and hang and talk with us and get on our show. Right. And another, yeah. And another thing, too. No, all the people that follow us on social media that we've gotten to just interact with and, and they follow the show and there's like inside I'm not jo- talking about all those assholes. Well, oh, great. You mean, you mean the people that listen to us? Your mom. Yeah. An, an, another, another <laughs> big shout out. Burner accounts. Another big shout out we have to give to is uh, our buddy, Daryl Alber. Um, Thank, the best. Thanks, thanks to him. We're now uh, uh, an, an awesome, you know, we're proud to be part of the Pantheon group with all those awesome uh, rock and music podcasts. Daryl started out as a you know a listener and a fan on social media. Now he's a friend of the show, too. I mean, I know we're babbling and we're kind of just getting this all out, but it's a Thanksgiving episode. And one more, if I, I can just, just go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, I have I, a couple more. I was just going to say. has reached out to us. That's right. That is the ultimate, ultimate. If you line us all up probably best kiss podcast there is right the very very first podcast i ever listened to when i discovered what a podcast was to me those guys are the grandfathers of kiss podcasts and and, they rock part of thunder guys yep another group of fucking awesome fun guys Right, PRC. There's, there's obviously Jody. We talked about and Joe. We've yet to have the pleasure, but great guy over there too. We talked about the Potter than Hell guy, the Ages of Rock guys. Um, you know, everybody. There's been just a a plethora of people that have been absolutely, I I guess, uh, renewing my faith in humanity. Yeah, and uh, I want to thank them, and then circle back because I was joking. Like Tom said, to everybody, you know, uh, that listens to as well. But we got a special send out to you guys at the end of this episode. But yeah. Murph, 
um, now that we kissed ass to everybody, Holy do you have any shit, comments? Get a room, guys. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Do you well, have any just comments to, uh, want to yeah, go into your last one? No, I well, I think it's just hitting on the same theme. Um, and and I had asked before we started if I could go last because I think uh, probably the only reason why you invited me guys on for this uh, pod is to give a shout out and thanks to you two. Um, when you had mentioned uh, just over well, about a year ago that you were kicking this off, I was very curious as to see what you guys would do. Um, you have stayed true to yourselves uh i think that has translated and i think that is why you guys have been a success i still remember very clear the wouldn't you like to know me episode (laughs) as i was driving out to central mass to pick up my son who had just done a volunteering uh um trip to the dominican and after a week of him you know just doing giving and serving he had to give and serve more by listening to the pod on the way home <laughs> but he Poor got kid, some, didn't he suffer enough oh. but he he got some laughs he he knows your humor he knows my humor and therefore he understood while i was listening and i think it's really cool that there are others out there that have the same sense of uh humor but appreciation for music and that you guys are just entertaining and you call it like it is and that was one of the things i didn't know if you would be just uh fluffing up kiss all the time you have stayed true to who you are you call bullshit when you do and it has been enjoyable as uh, a friend of yours for 20 plus years zeus and tommy for 40 years uh, to, to see that uh, this pod grow to, uh, to where it is now. So thank you, gentlemen. Jesus Christ. Speaking of getting a room, you're going to, you're going to make me cry here, dude. We're going to ruin our, we're going to ruin our reputation here as smart asses. But it, but you know what, if I can just say one thing before we kind of wrap this up in terms of being thankful, the fact that I can sit here with arguably my two best friends and talk about my favorite band is something that you, you can't, you can't put a, you can't put a price on something like that. And it just shows you the power of, of, of this. And I know we're getting mushy and that's what Thanksgiving is all about. So I hope our fans uh, understand where we're coming from here. And what, what's interesting about this is like, I always say the true thing. You try to teach your kids lessons about life and things like that. High school friends, college friends and things like that. There's something about real friends that I don't talk to Murph before the podcast. I didn't have to talk to Murph. I could go months without talking to Murph. Maybe see each other maybe once or twice a year for a couple of years there. But when you see each other, it's like this. Yep. How's your family? How's this? The sense of humor is there. The, the, you're on the same page. You hear somebody's down, you're there for them. Circle back. You two guys are the same way. And I think you guys would say the same about all of us too. That it's that friendship, honestly, and we are getting a little bit mushy here, but it's that that I tell people that are listening out there sometimes. This podcast sometimes is very therapeutic. Absolutely. It is very helpful. Whether you're performing in one, um, listening to one. It can be extremely helpful. I have a weekly thing now with two of my closest friends where I, I we can do this and just shoot the shit and laugh about our stupid stuff. I don't need to worry about if Murph's going to get mad about this or Tommy's going to think that like, 
you pick that up, you can drop it the next day if you get mad. Like these are lifelong friends. These are lifelong memories that you can reminisce about. It's it's priceless. Absolutely priceless. So as much as you say you want to thank us, we want to thank you too, Murph. Because when me and Martin uh Tommy were doing this, we're like, okay, we're both like, yeah, okay, so this one's Murph. Like we go through a list and we try to say this is what we're gonna talk about. I, I don't know how other podcasts do it. They're like, yeah, what are we doing this week? I don't know. Let's just talk about kiss. How the fuck do you do that? Like, we need to have like some sort of a theme. We need to plan it out. We usually try to plan these out a couple of weeks in advance. So we have the rest of the year planned out before yep. actually in even into next year. Yep. And we look at it and we look at it and we say, okay, this, yeah, we can put Murph there. Yeah. This is gonna That'll make sense. Put Murph over here. Like you're part of the crew, Murph. You are part of this family. I like it or not. Yeah. Well guys, you know that I didn't drink too much during this episode because it, if I had, I'd be crying by now. So, oh, here we go. All here right, we go. All right. So that, that people that, turn this fucking podcast off. Tommy, wrap. Want to wrap this thing up? I was just gonna say that's what Thanksgiving does, and you know we're we're grateful for for we're grateful for the band, the music, the fans, the listeners, and everybody else. So uh, that is our Thanksgiving stuff. And uh, Zeus, Murph, you got something to say before we kind of turn you the page? You have some questions. I do right? have some questions. Yes. I want to keep it in the holiday theme. So first okay. question of the evening. Jericho right. is having his Thanksgiving dinner. Jericho is having his Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. With with Tommy and Zeus as his guests and is rudely interrupted by Cody Rhodes. Ooh. Ooh. So – when the ruckus begins, what is the most likely foreign object to be used? The turkey breast, the gravy boat, or the green bean casserole? Oh, God. Zeus, you I take this. Say, I would say he would rip off like a turkey drumstick, just like he's been doing recently where he finds like a hot dog in the ring. And he'd be like, hey. <laughs> Who threw this? And he's got a fucking. I, I think you'll pick up like a fucking turkey drumstick and try to shove it down Cody thro- uh, Cody's throat and like try to beat him up with that, like the mandible. Cro- cro- uh, uh, what do you call it? Then I'm, I'm I just drew a blank. Um, anyways, the mandible claw. Yeah, he's yeah. Put the drumstick down his throat. Um, maybe do a little bit of all three. Take the gravy boat and just fucking smash it over his head. I don't know. Tom, yeah, I, I, I could see him maybe taking his face and trying to drown him in the gravy boat <laughs> and then maybe kind of decorate him and dress him up with a stuffing. Then, like you said, just bash him over the head with a drumstick. Okay. And That's then after one. he's laying after he's laying unconscious, then Chris would take a green bean, dip in the gravy, and eat it. Exactly. Right. Celebrate yeah. by eating it off of him. Then he would take his fucking phone and come up with a, a bit right on the spot. Yep. And it would go fucking viral because he yep. can do that like that. That's All right. right. All right. All right. What do you got ha- next? Happy brother? Thanksgiving to you, Jericho. Uh, my other question. So uh, this question is to Paul and Ace. So oh. I need each of you to respond. Make the argument of what is the better dessert to serve on Thanksgiving, a pumpkin pie or an apple pie? Oh man, Paul! Can you who's, please? Can someone? Doing, my who, which voice? Well, Z- well, Zeus is ace. All right, so Paul, what is the preferred choice, pumpkin or apple? Well, <laughs> I'm going to go with the apple pie because everybody knows you put whipped cream on an apple pie, and whatever there's whipped cream, 
This Paul Stanley. Ace. <laughs> oh my god. Holy fuck, where am I? What day is it? Wake up, Ace. It's Thanksgiving. Oh fuck. What the Alright. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hey. You got, there's only a little puke on this pumpkin pie. Just just get a piece of paper, wipe it off. I'll have the pumpkin pie. <laughs> Is that your answer? All right. <laughs> All right. Good, good. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, oh. guys, can it I add? just threw up in Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey, guys, can I All add right. one, one last thing before? Because I know you have to do your closeouts. But, yeah, um, go ahead. Before, um, so by the time the listeners hear this, it will be the weekend, and then uh, they will not hear anything until after uh, Black Friday. But just as a loyal listener to the podcast, sure. I plan on spending uh, Black Friday doing a little shopping on Click T Shop, K L I C K T E E S H O P dot com. Uh, I have three uh, children that are into music, and I feel that I will be able to accomplish some of my Christmas shopping on said site. Whoa, Murph, beautiful plug right there. Excellent. Our buddy Ed's going to love that. Obi-Wan has taught you well, young Murph. Absolutely. And Ed hasn't uh, hasn't told us about any Black Friday sales, but Ed's a uh, crafty businessman, so I know they'll be there. Awesome. Nice segue. Yep. Perfect. So how do people listen to us? Why don't we put Murph on the spot? Murph, how do people listen to us? Well, I am a loyal <laughs> listener on iTunes, but you can also listen on uh, YouTube and gents come on spotify stitcher uh iHeartRadio, radio, iHeart radio. Wherever you get yeah wherever you get your fucking podcasts napster yeah, yeah, yeah myspace napster. yeah stonehill college radio 91.3 wshl you got it rocking on uh whatever that was um and then you can always interact with us on twitter facebook instagram like marv said youtube and then, obviously, we love getting the emails. Email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Go on. We got a bunch of new reviews, which I'm going to read one now from our good friend, Todd. So we get those five-star child reviews on uh, uh, iTunes, Podchaser. We got a new one. Uh, from I think it's Todd Herrig, if I'm not mistaken. And this just went on, so let me read it to you. It says, can't wait for new episodes. I honestly look forward to every week with Tom and Zeus to see what these nuts will come up with. Be it pop culture, in uh, parentheses, especially movie quotes, end parentheses, or their uncensored, unabashed opinions relating to the hottest band in the land, KISS. I love the way they aren't afraid to say something's rotten in Denmark when they smell something rotten, even though that which smells might be Zeus's butt. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uncensored and NSFW for the most part. It's just how I want my podcast to be. Thank you, Todd. That was awesome. Todd, yep. and I, gotta, Todd, I, I, I actually I am a follower of Todd's. His culinary skills are off the charts. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah, I got another. I got another one I want to read too, and this is uh, this is what from our buddy over in the UK, Tom Dust on Twitter, which is oh, yeah? Yeah. huge huge Kiss fan. Um, he's always posting videos of him doing his Kiss riff of the day, and uh, his dog made an appearance randomly not long ago during one of the videos. So now he's nicknamed his dog the Dog of Thunder. That because uh, he, he he was playing a, he was playing one of his kiss riffs and uh, his little dog made an appearance so now he's a superstar but thanks to Tom he left a uh, an iTunes review and he said he said I thought I'd screenshot this review I left a while back as I have heard on a different podcast that overseas reviews aren't always visible to the hosts in their home country and I think he's right because I don't think I've seen this one but he no, screenshot because the Australian reviews we don't get and they've been telling us they put them up yep and we don't see so them. he wrote. So he wrote this one. He said, I've been listening to this Kiss podcast since episode one, so shame on me for only just getting around to leaving a review. Great podcast with great banter and interaction on social media. You like Kiss? You like podcasts? Subscribe. You don't like Kiss or podcasting? Then why have you read this? Take your dollar and beat it. Now, that's a famous ah. quote from another podcast. That's from Pod of Thunder. Guys that we love, too, kind of lead lead the way with that stuff too so thank you tom for that that was a great one we appreciate that, that. Kiss exposed yeah no i know, you know right, that, right 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 uh, right okay um thank you so again you know whenever you guys can give us one of those five star child reviews on itunes we really appreciate it um guys you know how we always do it we wrap up with famous last words uh want to go to murph first absolutely sure Sure. Go ahead, buddy. With the, with the uh, holiday season coming upon us and Uh-oh. peace, love, and harmony. Oh, oh, cause any time is a kissing time. USA. So treat me right. Don't make me fight. And we'll rock and roll tonight. Oh, God. Murph's actually Murph. singing the lyric. Murph, you like that song? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Zeus, is, Zeus is laughing at something. I'm just laughing. It's just funny. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't want my candy sweet. You don't want your loving nice. Every time we meet, we're like TNT. Light the dynamite. More magic from Paul Stanley. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Picture me getting a music stand, telling you guys, sit down. I read music now. Let me put this oh. up. Oh, boy. Look up, the sky is crying. Endless tears. Feel like my whole world's dying. It hurts when you're not here. Because you matter to me. Oh. And that's why. T- terrific that's song. Why terrific song. You matter to me. So we want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope, we hope you enjoy the overflow of emotions, the kiss talk, et cetera, et cetera. We thank you guys so much for listening and being fans and followers. So we hope you guys have a great holiday with whoever you're spending it with. Murph, thank you. Tomas, thank you. Kiss Army, thank you. Murph, you want to add something? Gobble, gobble, everyone. Stay Beautiful. safe out there. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. All right. Peace out. Girl Scout.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.